Now I know. We are, we're, we're besieged by mysterious and terrifying monsters that have already taken three of our young people. But talk will not help us now. We need action. We must organize, pull together, rally our courage, strengthen our hearts, and pursue these frightful creatures to the end. We'll make this world safe for our families, for society, for democracy, for the civilizations of the world! Hey everyone ever, and welcome to 20th Century Pop, the show where we try to understand the present uh, while living in the past. My name is Tim Blevins. And I am Bob Canning. And Tim, I wonder, are we still in October? Well, judging from last week's referenced, uh, not references, but mentions of the season, <laughs> of the time of the season, yes, we're still, uh, we're, we're a good number of days into October. Not quite at the halfway point, but I think we're more into it than we were, let's say, last episode when all we could talk about was October. Yeah, I didn't ask you last time, and I meant to, is this time of year, October and fall, is this uh, a favorite time of year for you? It should be. Um, it, it mostly is. I, mm. I like the breaking of fall when it's cold. I like the, the when it gets dark earlier st- and, you know, it gets light later or whatever, however you phrase it. Like, I like all of those trappings of it. I like the colors. And I like the mood. I kind of like the um, the Halloween mood. And I, I've i lost touch of this. And it's been more than 10 years. I've really lost touch with the whole idea of the Halloween season, which is what October always meant to me. Like, in school... As soon as October hit, you know, haystacks would go up, straw and pumpkin-faced characters go on the walls, all the decorations would come out. Reds and and oranges and yellows. Yeah, very fall, you know, like the leaves and everything. But I'm thinking more, too, about what everyone's talking about. Like, I just remember in school, like, you'd be reading The Headless Horseman, or I guess it's called The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the Ichabob Crane story. Or or we would watch, like, a film strip that would tell a uh, Edgar Allan Poe story, or we would tell ghost stories. And those kind of things, and that buildup was kind of nice, because, again, not the biggest fan of trick-or-treating on Halloween, Halloween, excuse me, but loving the buildup to it. And part of the buildup, and I know we mentioned this, last year we may have even mentioned it last episode but part of the build-up for me in october was the appearance of television specials both animated live action fictional maybe about ghosts just halloween themed uh specials we talk a lot about holiday specials christmas has them i think there's some in thanksgiving were you a fan of watching halloween specials you remember some specific ones from your childhood um i don't remember too many. I definitely watched the the Peanuts Halloween, Charlie Brown. Yeah, which we uh, discussed um, last year. I'll put a link in the show notes to that episode. And uh, there is, I believe, a Garfield one that I watched. Do you remember that? People seem to have a very fond memory of that. I'm not sure I've ever seen the Garfield I Halloween remember, special. I remember it being scarier than I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I couldn't tell you anything that actually happened in it at this moment like i don't have a memory of it like that i like i have a visual in my head of of them going somewhere else and there being a skeleton and something else but that's probably as far as i can go and not start to make stuff up 
Is your general sense of Halloween specials, the ones aimed at kids or ones you saw as a kid, are they're scary, right? There was the general sense, if not of scare and terror, at least of unease. Do you remember feeling uneasy around Halloween time? Yeah, they definitely wanted to put a little bit of a fright in you. Um, I, I still to this day get a little freaked out with Snoopy's uh, the the noise he makes when he's rising up, the, <laughs> the slide whistle. Yeah, what, well, that, is that, that what it point? is? It, I have it, no idea, but it, it is creepy. Still creeps me out. The sound, the the visual, the just the idea of the great pumpkin and the shadow rising and Linus freaking out and the noise that combination and the, and the the design, the colors and the darkness of it. Um, yeah, that sticks with you. Yeah, and I think, I don't think you're asking, do I enjoy October? Do I enjoy this part of year? I think, yeah, all of that October is all of that. It's kind of like uh, the, the colors of things and the sounds of things. Like, I like that unease. I like that creepiness. I like that shift kind of thing. And I think that there were a lot of specials I remember seeing as a kid, some of which are, you know, classics that play every year, but some of which I think would play once or twice and they kind of leave a mark. Like I probably couldn't recall the entire special offhand, but I have a memory of seeing it. Images in it will kind of strike me, hit me, or, or remind me of that season. Do you have things like that? Are there specials that you have random? I know you said the Garfield one a little bit, but things that maybe without the internet, you wouldn't be able to think of the title, but you just know there's an image or a feeling that you think of and you think, oh, right, Halloween. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely things like that. Um, I don't know if I have a lot of Halloween ones, but I definitely have a couple from Christmas. I've got just other um, shows that sort of stand out. It's like, I know this existed. I can't remember the name of it. Um, I can talk to people about it, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, what is that called? I don't remember. Um, I don't have any that stand out for Halloween, including this one when you first told me about it. Uh, what we're going to talk about today is a, is a half-hour uh, Halloween special. It's an animated special called Witches Night Out. You weren't familiar with Witches Night Out? It's not something you, you had heard of? No, I, the title didn't ring a bell. The still image that, that was in the link that you sent me didn't, didn't do anything for me. The but- highly legal and accessible <laughs> online through comparable means link for you Correct. and tube of your friends. Yep. Didn't do a thing for me, but when I started watching it and I saw the character design of it, I had seen these characters before. That that that's what struck me. It's like oh my, like I know I've seen these characters before. I have no recollection of seeing them in a Halloween special, but the the images, the way they're drawn, the fact that they're people but they're not people, the fact that they're wearing clothes but they're not wearing clothes, the fact that they're a single color. Like it all just was like, oh my God, I know all of these characters. I've seen them all before. And it's very like, again, I, w- I didn't see it in 1978, but to look at this special, this is very late yeah. 70s looking. It's a special that's set in a fictional town called Anytown, which isn't mentioned in the special. I just found this looking up online. And apparently there's a series of these films. Uh, this is actually a sequel to something called The Gift of Winter, which was some holiday-themed special that came a few years prior to this. And this is Canadian-produced, um, right? Did you say that yet? Yeah, this is a Canadian-produced show. It's got some Canadian voice actors in it. Gilda Radner's in it. Um, Catherine O'Hara's in it. 
I think the original Gift of Winter had Dan Aykroyd in it. Um, and Canada, actually, just to quickly yes, explain to us this, what Canada is. So when when America kind of was founded, and and <laughs> I, I have no joke. I was going to try to. Do, I was just going to say unhilariously similar to that was uh, Canada actually produces a fair amount of animation. And I don't think I always knew where stuff was coming from growing up. But if you've ever seen anything by the company Nelvana, they did like the Star Wars holiday special animated sequence. They did Rock and Rule, one of my favorite animated movies. They um, they did the Band Scene Bears cartoon. I think they did the first Care Bears movies. They were, they were a very small, but very just skilled, high budget animation company based out of Canada. Apparently Canada produces a lot of beautiful animation. And I think it's one of those things that maybe some of these things that are jarring to remember are jarring to look at are because they're just coming from, I know it's Canada, you know, so it's kind of like, it's a little bit like Nevada, but higher up with, with some snow, but maybe it's the mentality, maybe it's the work ethic, or maybe it's just the fact that Canadian shows don't have the repeatability through legal issues or whatever in America that other shows like the peanuts and stuff would. But Canada produced a lot of animation that to really research growing up, I saw once or twice and 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 freaking stuck with me. And and this special is is no difference. And and it's it's not a particularly intricate special. There's not much of a, a plot to this special. What is the plot to this special, Tim? Well, basically, I mean it opens up, we're in this town and, and there's these, you know, you were talking about the simplicity of the character designs. They're all yeah. sort of like each one is its own color. Like here's a yellow character, here's a purple character, and they're they're very curvy kind of lines. You know, very quick and easy to draw, kind of ab- abstract. Um, and there's two characters, two child characters at the beginning, named Small and Tender. I think they're <laughs> brother and sister. That's their name, and they're very excited for Halloween. Very, they're very excited. excited to get dressed up. I think one wants to be a werewolf, one wants to be a ghost, and. And I'll, I'm going to jump over one part just to get, to do their story because actually I don't think the special is actually about them. I don't think it's a very child centric special in the end, but I'll, I'll I'll tell their story first. Sure. Um, they're just two kids, and when they first came on, I was very annoyed by them because they have these high pitched voices. They're all like cute and adorable, cutesy, whatever. But what you quickly find out is that's how the town also perceives them. They're cute. They're adorable. They're going door to door saying trick or treat, smell my feet, blah blah blah, trying to get candy. With their scary costumes and everybody knows they want to terrify people that's exactly what they want to do and nobody's scared by them because they're these cutesy kids and i found the moment that that plot point came up that's kind of hilarious because <laughs> they are one sounds kind of like morty from rick and morty the other one sounds kind of like morty from rick and morty they're just very <laughs> high-pitched children but i just i thought that is funny because they're set up as these cute little kids who can do no wrong and it's true and so as the special goes on, they're in their rooms. They, they kind of are mad at Halloween or disappointed by Halloween. Um, and uh, they, they, they make a wish that they could be scary or they wish they could be part of Halloween. I don't remember exact, the exact wording of, 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 the wish, of the wish, but somehow this wish gets out there. And it reaches the ears of this witch who lives in the town. Who I call the Wish Witch. Is that her name? No, but that, I th- that's what I'm calling her. I think she's just the witch. But for me, this is the first time I've ever seen a witch um, shown as a, a granter of Halloween wishes. It well, seems she's to, using magic. I mean, she's a lonely like, witch. But it seems to be her calling. Yeah, it's her. It's 
yes, she's a lonely witch. That's established early on that she's nobody needs her anymore and she's lonely and she's broken but she's also and she's kind sad. of sassy she sounds a little bit like a 40s like hey doll oh she's the i'm gonna do characters this episode <laughs> sorry everyone who's expecting spot-on impressions of marlena dietrich and the like i'm not gonna do that but she is kind of like she's talking to her cat yeah and she's you know making all these jokes well, while also woe is meing it a little bit exactly she's definitely designed after those 40s actresses um but she says at the beginning, and maybe I have to go back and, and rewatch it, that she's not needed anymore. And I didn't know what that meant exactly until these kids made their wish to be real monsters. And then that wish, like you were saying, uh, reached her. And she says something like, oh, I'm being called. And so it's like, that's her duty. That's Nobody wanted to be – like apparently in the past, people wanted to be monsters all the time and she was very busy and she was granting monster wishes here and there. And like a uh, job. Yeah. And of late, nobody has made a monster wish. And so, yeah, I think of her as a wish witch. And these kids are the first kids in forever to wish that they were monsters. And so she rushes to them to grant the wish. To grant the wish, uh, the, the wish, exactly. And before we get to that, I guess it's good to point out these two kids are also the only really two kids in the town. Yeah. The town's not populated by that many people, but you, you, you meet some other characters, characters with names like Malicious and Rotten and Nicely and Bazooey. It's, it's a town of adults, really. <laughs> it's a town of very specific adults. They all know each other. And at the beginning of the story, when uh, uh, the Tender and, and, and Nicely are, are, are excited for Halloween, the adults also seem excited for Halloween Yeah, or the uh, idea of Halloween. Well, I think <clears throat> there's another character named Goodly who seemed to be put off by the, the past Halloweens. They haven't been as as entertaining as as they should be. And so he has the idea to throw a Halloween party for the town. And they decide to do it in the abandoned house that everyone thinks is haunted. He thinks that would be a great place to do it. It's actually not abandoned. It's where the Wish Witch lives. Which is hard to say, but that's, I guess, what we're going to be calling her, Wish Witch. Yes. So so he enlists uh, nicely and even malicious and rotten to help plan and, and do this party um, in the residence of the Wish Witch. So yeah, Halloween. Everyone's excited. And so that's just, <laughs> and, and to mention that is just because that's odd. That's the main plot is actually these adults want to throw a Halloween social because they're not getting dressed up. They're not in costumes. No. They're not getting candy. They're showing up and they're drinking and talking and dancing as a social event, these adults at this castle. And these are kind of the main characters of the of the of the story, of the special. Yeah, I think I think malicious and rotten take over much of it, uh, because they get their hands on the witch's um uh magical wand. Vibrator? <laughs> vibrator. It's a vibrator. It definitely the, the, the special definitely has a seventies sex party kind of feel to it. The special has a 70s sex feel to it. This is an adult-driven, sexed-up, jokes-to-go-over-the-kid's-head special. My favorite joke is at that house. It is at the party when uh, nicely. I think it's a joke that wouldn't fly now, but I think I know what this is. I'd like to hear you say it. Uh, I think you could get away with it. It's pretty subtle. Um, nicely sees one of the kids... 
uh, in monster form and and faints. And somebody else says, "Basically, uh, it's oh. this very puffy-looking female character, kind of like those um, warm, fuzzy things they used to give out with googly eyes, but she's all like pink and puffy." I think. Yeah, and and chipper and fun, and, and uh, hot and sultry, and a little <laughs> sexy. You think so? I think I, I think when we get to the end, there's a moment where I'm like, wow, that's Ralph oh. Bakshi jerking off on this special. Okay, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about there. Uh, but she, she faints when she sees it. And one of the nondescript uh, other adults in, at this party drinking their drinks says, uh, uh, nicely passed out. And another guy turns and with a half laugh says, already? I know. And I think, I don't, do you see the characters actually say it or are these off camera voices? No, you I feel see like, that character say already, he's oh, got this smirk on his face. I, just, I feel like there's all this busybody talking background noise of, of, of like four adults in the recording studio, <laughs> just throwing out lines like that. Like, I'm going to guess that line wasn't written yeah. in the, um, in, in, in the script or, if, you know, I, th- I think it was just like, uh, let's get some comedians in here or some performers to, to, to do these lines. Because, yeah, it's it's strange. You're right. It feels like a sex party, too. They're all kind of there, all grooving around, which is not a word I know how to use. So maybe I just <laughs> used it wrong. But even just the look of it, there are a lot of there's a lot of cleavage. I mean, side boob, and I guess exposed boob, cartoon boobs, so no nipples. Yeah, I mean, because of the way these characters are drawn, they're just like these line drawings of a solid color. Some of the men look like they're wearing jackets, but the women are basically just a shape. And Malicious is just a female shape with giant breasts. Giant breasts, like harpy Greek god myth breasts. With no, down. with no, uh, no collar or anything. Like it just goes from breast to shoulder to neck to head. So it, she basically looks nude but purple. And I'm willing to guess we're talking about like images that stuck with me, followed me through childhood. Because I did. I used to watch this special, and we'll get to the moment that I actually remember from the special in a minute. But this might have been my introduction to sort of the female form. Because there's a lot of drawings like that in that of boobs of the, uh, you know, it looks almost like if you're going to draw a flock of birds on the horizon upside down. It's like those kind of two <laughs> little divots. But hers are huge. And, I, and I'm not saying this to to be like, ah, oh, filthy, dirty, tell it like it is. I'm just saying like it, it was a, odd to see. <clears throat> it's a fact. And it's odd to see as to think about it as a child who watches cartoons and it's mostly animal cartoons or maybe Scooby-Doo. This is a special that's focusing on adults and giving you feminine form, feminine shapes, and in, in a very different sort of, this would be like if the Keith Herring drawings had had had, uh, had boobs, kind of almost. <laughs> right. It felt just like that. And just, I do think it's sexual. I don't think the special is necessarily, necessarily bad for kids and, 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 and trying to introduce them, not bad, but not trying to introduce them to sex too soon. But this is why I feel like I was, you know, like it's a Ralph Bakshi cartoon where it's like it's just oozing with seventies swinger key party sex. It's the color choices, it's the character designs. It's just this idea that it's just a crowd of adults who just want to party. And and it's odd because it's it's not about these kids. It's not about trick or treating. It's just about this group of adults. And 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 I think one of the it, it seems like this would have been an odd thing 
to to sit with your kids to watch the first time it's on. Maybe yeah. like is this something you think you'll show you'll show your daughters? I've actually already shown them some of it because they asked what we were talking about tonight, so I was explaining the special to them. I was uh recounting some key moments uh that maybe <clears throat> we won't get to tonight. One of my favorite moments in the special was when she uh crashed through the window. That's the that's the scene I remember. I was trying to explain to them that it, it's just this weird cartoon it was kind of drawn weird uh, i was saying weird to them because they're not used to this sort of stylistic uh choice that was made their their cartoons are are you know your pbs cartoons that are just full of detail and, and whatnot um so i was saying it's just really a weird strange cartoon and the strangest thing for me i said was when the witch flew to a house to grant a wish and Guided by her weird vibrator wand. Yes, holding on to her weird flying vibrator wand uh, and basically crashed through the window of the house in slow motion. Yeah. And then took forever to stand up and carry on with the scene. It was the strangest thing I had seen. It's pretty funny, to be honest. The standing up part, I think, is funny. The standing up, yeah, and the the crackling. I couldn't tell if it was the crackling of her back because she's so old or the the glass (laughs) she was stepping on. But that crash through the window, that's what they always use to advertise this special. And that's almost like I must have seen ads for the special more than the special itself. Like, you know, but sure. before, probably before we had a VCR, definitely before stuff was on demand so you could summon it up when you wanted to or find it on Hulu, you would have to case the TV guide to figure out when your specials were coming on. And would, would you only circle spe- them? Uh, I think so. I, I would, think I would go through the Sunday, like every Sunday you get the week TV guide, and I uh-huh. think I would go through that. I would circle everything, make sure my mother knew that I wanted to see something. Did you check back with it, or was it kind of like similar to like going to like a Christmas catalog saying, I like two of everything on oh, no, every no, page? I would probably check in, it. you know, midweek if I had forgotten what was coming up, um, and then I would see my blue pen, and immediately my eye would be drawn to it, I'd know exactly what was on that night. That I wanted to see. Did you ever accidentally circle like the 700 Club or Celebration of the Eucharist? No. And be like, oh, now I got to watch this at 9 a.m. <laughs> I was pretty good about circling only what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Only Manimal. <laughs> and then writing in Manimal on the days <laughs> where there was no Manimal. It's, just, it's odd to me because like, and we've talked about this before, I'm sure, with like some of the Christmas specials. It was a time when like you would be anticipating, and part of the anticipation of October, these specials coming up, but you'd only have one shot at it. Right. You'd have to know what you wanted to see or or see a commercial for it. And this Witch's Night Out, maybe I only saw it in its entirety once, but that image of her crashing through the window, again, it, it would always be what they would show in slow motion. And I think it must have gone into syndication at some point because I have a strange memory of seeing it like in a little graphic at the corner of a screen with like 11 WPIXX <laughs> or whatever on the bottom or something. Yeah. But that was like the selling point. Because it is. It's a weird moment of animation. It's also there's the witch character that's in the title. But that image has always fucking stuck with me. Because it is. Again, it's weird animation. She's very limber. Like, she's very long, thin arm. She's always moving. All yeah. of this animation <clears throat> is she's like an always old, moving. She's like an old dancer. Like, that's what oh, I picture. I thought you going to say, like, an old Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> no. Which I, now is well, just actually, Dick he's, Van Dyke. he's an old dancer. Um but but yeah, like like her her limberness, it always made me think that she's she's that old woman who used to be a ballerina. 
Yeah, and it's amazing. Like, everyone's so fluid with how they're moving. It, it is kind of creepy. I don't think it's rotoscoped. I, don't, I, I think it's just that's they're just animating, you know, when you're, I get used to sort of the limited animation of something like a Scooby-Doo, which I love, you know, the original Scooby-Doo I love, and it's like very moody, it's creepy backgrounds, and, you know, it's always dim looking, but the animation movement is kind of limited. You get some funny running from Scooby and Shaggy, but it's mostly pointing and walking and whatever. This, everyone's always just wiggling their arms around and sliding back and forth, and yeah. I think as a kid, that was new for me to see. I mean, Disney probably did it in a lot of their movies. But again, I wasn't seeing that many Disney movies. And it's creepy. It's kind of creepy in this. Oh, definitely. And I think all these little things made this special feel like something unlike what... Not that I shouldn't be watching. This wasn't like you can't do that on television level, whatever. But there's something about this that felt like, can I be... I I probably didn't watch this with my parents. I probably just watched it on my own, maybe with my brother, but probably on my own, probably with a hand on the dial to change it in case somebody came in the so room. So you, you felt it wasn't for you, that you were seeing something uh, a little risque, perhaps. Well, that's glorified. I think I'm, I'm glorifying it and saying that. I just think it, it was just so different that I didn't know how to process it. Because mm. to keep going with the plot, the, the witch arrives, um, the, our two characters – um, they're being babysat. This is the other thing I remember <laughs> from the special. They're being babysat by um, a burnt-out stoner <laughs> named Bazooey. Yeah, Bazooey. Bazooey. That's the other part I remember. With oh, with a B. Yep. Because I've always I, until I rewatched it, I always thought it was Kazooey. Because I remember him walking in, and they're so excited to see him. Kazooey, Bazooey. <laughs> he kind of lumbers in, and for some reason, my memory of this is that he's a wacky wall walker. Do you remember what wacky wall walkers were? Is that the thing that uh, sticks to the wall <clears throat> and then slowly unsticks partially? Yeah, it and looks then falls like a s- down, but then sticks the the part that fell sticks, and then it keeps going and going and going. That is exactly what it is, unless you're talking about scabs. Yes, that's that's what it is. <laughs> and they had a special too. There was a wacky wall walkers one time special. So maybe I'm converging the things, but that's think of an image to people who haven't seen this before, and I would really advise you tracking it down and spending a little money on it if you have to you can rent it for four dollars on google play or buy it for five like i did um but just the way he kind of moves in the way his arms are moving around it's just it's so i don't know it's very trippy it's very acidy kind of whatever and he he freaks out too like he's (laughs) very he's very laid back with the kids but then when the witch grants their wish and they become monsters his the the way he reads his his line is like, oh man, what are you gonna do? How can you? You know, it's like <laughs> you can't do this. I'm the babysitter. It was just like, like this job is his last <clears throat> shot. Yeah, like, this yeah. guy needs the the four bucks, and he was hired as a babysitter, and he can't fuck this up. But yeah, the witch comes crashing in, and she turns, um small the, the, the little boy into a werewolf a cool looking werewolf by the way i like the way he's moving around and and she turns uh tender the sister into a creepy ghost Very like creepy. legitimately scary simple sheet looking with an open mouth ghost and they're floating around the room and bazooey is asking her to turn her back which she does the witch turns them back to show that she can do it and then she turns them into their characters again. And then Bazooey, she's, or Kazooey, Bazooey. Bazooey. And this is another line. Can I find it if I wrote it down? She, because I rewound this four times, this part. <laughs> 
she asks him if he's ready, you know, what would he like to be if he could be anything? And I'm pretty sure he goes, wowie something. Oh, my peyote. He says, I can't think of it, but he puts the word peyote into this mishmash of wowie, zowie, humdinger, whatever, peyote. I can't think of it. And it just drops peyote. The word peyote is what I heard. Uh And I'm like, yep. That's what this can do. This is people getting away with a special. But he says, I'd like to be a Frankenstein's monster. She turns him into a Frankenstein's monster. And she decides to take them all back to her house where the party that the adults are having is going on. Yeah, she wants to give the party a good scare. Is that what she wants? That's that's the sense I got. Like, I think when... when she's they, not malicious. She's not a malicious witch. No, so malicious. This is a fun scare. Malicious is malicious. But the witch is... <laughs> that is that character's name. Yeah. She's not very malicious. Uh, but the witch, no, the witch was just lonely and bored. And so when they came into her house to start planning the party, she overheard that they were going to do that tonight. And she got very excited. <clears throat> and she was going to give them a, I can't remember exactly what she says, but a magical witch uh, show. Like she was going to do something crazy with her wand, with her vibrator. <clears throat> and just I keep saying that because it is it's a, it's a stick that shakes and they've added the sound that some <laughs> voice is going of <laughs> it just buzzes around and she's aiming at people and talking about follow your pleasures here are your passions yeah and it's great but I'm like I think that's what that is because so. which is that I didn't think of this until um, my partner Allison pointed this out she was saying witches ride brooms in specials like this yeah in no kids broom. cartoons they ride a broom they don't hold on to a vibrating wand and fly through the sky elated like she did that's my girls pointed that out immediately when they saw her crash through it's like where's your broom it's like nope (laughs) she is she's just flying by sheer where's her vibrating egg uh but no she really wanted those guys there so she could give them a fright and so she thought now i've got some monsters let's go back and i think you were talking about how it's about the, the the story is about these adults i think um, beyond the fact that it's called Witch's Night Out, I think <laughs> the the real story is the witch, because yeah. here she is about to have her moment in the sun again uh, at this party, doing her witch show. The monsters with the kids as the monsters with the kids in. as the monsters and the monsters and they scare the the partygoers so much that when she makes her grand entrance, she at least looks like a person, so they're not put off, I guess, and instead of <laughs> watching whatever it is she's about to do they're just running over her to get out of the house because they're scared of these monsters absolutely yeah and so that i think is why it's it's her story she's the lonely witch who finally has a moment you know to to put on her show and to have people freak out but she doesn't even get to do that because her plan backfired and they're taking off and eventually it comes back around to where she is I don't want to ruin the ending. I don't know if you want to go through the rest of no, the No, go ahead. Say, say, say well, it. Well, basically, make the the end of it kind of truncated here. Um, the townsfolk decide that they have to find these monsters and stop them because they- Destroy th- all monsters. Yes. You actually hear in the background as the angry mob is gathering, <laughs> one person's voice go, destroy the monsters and rescue the children. Right, because that's the thing. They were trying to find the kids and the kids couldn't be found, obviously, because they're the monsters. Um, and so the townsfolk are chasing after the, the monsters, the monsters get away and the witch gets away. 
Um, when she got trampled, she lost her wand and malicious and her uh, vibrator and, and rotten end up with it. They try and and use it to get food first and then gold, and they just keep failing. But so malicious and rotten, yeah, they're two. They're not villains. I guess they're the closest we have to an antagonist. They're just two. Uh, rotten, actually, I thought was kind of funny. He has like a jacket on and he, he talks all kind of tough. <laughs> Uh, malicious is voiced by Catherine O'Hara in the screeching, obnoxious voice. Like, yeah, and they get the wand, and they're trying. They're trying to make money. Is that what you said? Well, at first they're trying to get food because it's like, well, what should we do with this? And he, and uh, Rotten said he was hungry, so they try to make food. And, and then she, she tries to make a gross sandwich. Like what she well, says sounds gross. And then he, <laughs> she aims the wands, tries to make the sandwich. <laughs> he's left holding something, and he sounds genuinely excited based yeah. off what she said. He goes, "An old sock. That's close." Yeah, and then and then she says, "Let me make you like a a, a turkey and pickle meringue sandwich or something like that. Just Ugh. foods that wouldn't go together." And uh, he ends up holding a bag, and he looks in it, and he goes, "Hey, you're getting better. It's a bag of garbage." And he sounds so sincere. Yeah, like he sounds sincerely excited. <laughs> But they're trying to use this wand. They're trying to make the magic happen. Magic apparently exists in this town. Nobody is surprised that magic exists. But to, to go back a moment, after the town's folks, the adults who wanted to destroy the monsters, fled the witch's house, the kids, the kids start to cry. They actually feel bad. They actually feel bad because they scared people. Yes. They actually said, when we were trying to scare them, they found us scary. <laughs> And and one of them makes the observation, we won't be able to relate to everyone. That's right. Because we're scary. And I just, that came out of the blue to me. Because here is a Halloween special, the holiday about dressing up, the holiday that some idiot always likes to make the statement of, Halloween's the one time of year where I can dress like a normal person. You know, or making yeah. some dumb joke about, oh, I'm so wacky, I'm a, I'm a sexy scarecrow or whatever. I get it. And it's fun. But that's something Halloween should be fun for that. You, you Like we were saying at the be- beginning of the show, you get a little unnerved, you get a little scared. Yeah. You dress up. These kids are regretting that they did that because they scared these adults and are now equating it to being outsiders. That's a strange message at this point in the special. It is. At this point, I started to think that maybe the theme here for the, this, what I thought was a kid special, was, was mi- Christian uh, rightism. That's well, not a word. But. Well, I thought it was uh, be careful what you wish for. You okay. know, because at the beginning, they wished that they could be scary. And when they got to be scary, they didn't like it. And she, uh-huh. the wish, the wish witch was uh, so hard to say. Wishing that she was needed and had uh, a reason to be around people and and uh, could could be out. And then when she had that opportunity, it was all going wrong. So I thought that's kind of the direction it was going. It didn't really go that way. In fact, it sort of goes the opposite way when we finally get to the end. When, if I'm remembering it correctly. Um, they catch up with the witch and the kids and the monster as monsters, but at the same time, the witch gets her vibrator back, her glowing uh, vibrator, and now stained by that garbage sandwich called indeed, and rotten. shows them how it works and and what she can do. She turns the kids back to kids. She turns the things back to normal that that malicious and rotten had ruined, and everybody, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, everybody in the town is like, it turns oh. Bob's voice back to some sort of a toad <laughs> character from well, Frog and Toad, our friends. It's because I was doing rotten. 
Um, <laughs> he could. I thought he was in the room. Um, so the townsfolk see that she is not too scary and she can grant these these ghoulish wishes. And so everybody in the town starts wishing to be uh, monsters. Yeah, they have a total pivot or change of heart. Yeah. Because the, this is, this again, this doesn't quite make sense. So, yeah, she's using, she's showing, look, I can change everything back with the, my vibrator, magic in reverse, and fixes everything. And somebody, and she looks very dejected. You may have just said this. She looks dejected when she's doing it. Somebody applauds. <laughs> I think uh, the, the the lady who passed out nicely. Yeah, is that it was her nicely. Name? She applauds. And that applause somehow empowers the witch to be like, oh, I can do magic. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the townspeople are saying, turn me into something, turn me into something. Like everybody suddenly wants this magical change. And I... I get the arc of the story. The witch gets to realize people do like what they're doing. People do realize Halloween is fun and everybody gets turned into something by, by the witch's magical vibrator. But I just, I don't, I don't get that. I feel like a, a, a she even says two seconds of a scene gets pulled out. She even says, let's get turned on. Yeah, that's the, the last line yeah. of the special. She says, come to my humble mansion and I will turn you on. This is after changing her own appearance to be this sultry red Electra dress. And her cat holding, stroking her cat right there. Yeah, it's strange, right? Yeah, but we're but, gonna have to call it a pussy, though. I mean, that's really where this is all going, isn't it? Oh, her cat. Yeah. I mean, I guess this is a sex stuff fucking special. And but 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 I guess before we jump to that, because yes, we can talk in detail about that. The 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 change, the turn, the 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 denouncement. What this special, I guess, is about. Is what? <laughs> All of a sudden, they're they're fine with everything that just happened, and I don't get that transition. Yeah, I don't see that in the story. But then she's like, you know, turn me into a what is? What do people start turning into? Well, uh, nicely, nicely. Oh my god, asks asks to be turned into um, a vampire. What she turns into <laughs> is a Todd McFarlane esque Spawn era. Big breasted, thin limbed, pinched waist, uh, wet harpy of a bat. She's a vampire, but like a soldier. She suddenly gets like a bikini. Yeah, top. she's wearing a black bikini and these giant wings. Uh, and this is and the character all... that was just puffball. And she was made of like she's puff like spread ball, eagle like too. Yeah, it's a it, that is the that's a Ralph Bakshi little piece of animation if I ever saw one. I don't think he's Canadian, so I don't think he did it. But that's that that's true. It, that's very that is kind of what you think of with vampires. It's very sexual, very spread legged, I guess. <laughs> and then someone else wants to be Attila the Hun and whatever. But yeah, everyone gets turned into stuff. But that's weird, right? That's a weird. It, it's image. not where I was expecting the the show to go. It's not where I expected an erection, but it's where I had one. <laughs> But everyone gets turned into what they want, and Halloween is suddenly fun. And yeah, the witch invites everyone back to get turned on at her house. And that's, yep. I get it. I, I, I get the wrap up. It's, I, I think, well, what do you think the story is saying exactly? And if you already said this, I'm sorry to make you repeat it. I, I honestly, I, I couldn't tell you. I really thought <laughs> it was going to be to uh, be about being careful what you wish for. Um, but then it turned into maybe everybody has the same wish. And that's great. And once everybody realizes that, you can all get along. Maybe. What? I, 
<laughs> I don't know. That's four almost lessons. <laughs> that, that's like an immorality play. I don't. I can't think of anything. But no, that's. I don't know. Because yeah, they're, they're. I think ultimately it, it's they want people to enjoy Halloween. It is like Halloween is fun. Who's There's they? A little song. The, the, the animators, the special. Yeah. Whoever sold them the 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 acid. I don't know. <laughs> But it was odd because, and I think this happens a lot. I think, like, we went back last year and we watched the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown special. And with this special, and I'm sure there's other... Do you watch a lot of Halloween specials with your daughters? Do they have some favorites that you watch every year? Or is this Uh, not a big season for them? It's not really a big season for them. I think I've talked about how my girls can't handle stress or scares in any fashion. Honestly, me just talking about this special and they know that there's a witch in it, starts to freak them out. So I have to calm them down and explain, oh, no, it's just bright why colors. Is that? What, what, why, why is that I, for you? Because there must be nefarious deeds or antagonists in some of the things they watch. And they freak out by it. I think I've used they this do. example before. If Clifford, the big red dog, has broken something and lied about it, my oldest daughter, not so much now, but she used to... Her 27-year-old daughter. She used to freak out that he was going to get caught and felt so bad for him that he had to be put in that position. So you take that and put it to a kid might get killed or eaten or lost, it freaks her out. So they watch at Halloween. Well, none they, of that happens in this special. No. <laughs> no one's trying to eat anything and except I don't think, maybe I don't that think woman special, turns into a bat. The, the bits that they've seen, I don't think it'll freak them out. But but there aren't a lot of Halloween specials. They'll, they'll watch the Charlie Brown special. They like... Does that freak them out, though? Um, It used to. Yeah. Yeah. That's a freaky special. It used to, for sure. What didn't freak them out, although it did actually at times, was uh, a Curious George Halloween special <laughs> there was like a a 45 minute uh curious uh, george movie that's 38 minutes too much where um there's a, th- a legend of some mystery creature and, and they keep thinking they're seeing it and when they were just even a couple years ago they're they're 10 and 8 so even when they were 6 and 8 um they would get nervous one of them's just perpetually eight years old yeah um so they would just get nervous when when that happened and so uh, as a joke today, tonight at dinner, because, you know, we were in the Halloween mood, um, one of my daughters was talking about forming a book club, and she was trying to figure out what to what to read, so I just started naming uh, Stephen King books. Um, so my wife would be like, don't... The Langoliers. Yeah. <laughs> Langoliers. That might be a short story. No, but I was Not naming stuff, and just the idea, just the names of the books, like when I said The Shining... My other daughter was like, no, don't say it. I don't want to hear that word. Just because she knows it's a scary book and now The Shining is going to always be scary to her. And to be honest, it should. Um, But they're not enjoying it? They don't enjoy? No, they do not enjoy the scare. They get so mad. So what's Halloween to them? Halloween to them is dressing up. One of them is going to be a, a witch that has lights on her dress. The other, she's okay with witches. Yeah, the other was going to be Void from the Incredibles two, which was like a, a superhero teenager. Um, she's since switched that, and I can tell you about that offline. Um, okay, but uh, yeah, they like <laughs> for the Patreon subscribers. Find out what Bob's <laughs> daughter is dressing as for Halloween. <laughs> but though so they like to dress up, they like the candy, um, they like Charlie Brown having his uh, head turned into a pumpkin. Uh, that's hilarious yeah it's the best 
Um, so but they don't like the horror aspect no, of Halloween. They're not. So there it's, yet. A, it's a dress up holiday. Yeah. They don't even want to exp- like. So that was the thing. Halloween was a nice way to try to to play with those feelings. I think that's how I got into some of the more horrific things. Because another thing that would happen during the holiday Halloween season, at least when I was a kid, in, in addition to like your Halloween specials, there would just be more documentaries about ghosts, yeah, or demons. You know, you would see more stuff about supposed haunted this, and and you know, they're the, the ghost who lived in my bed. I don't know what they were called, but you would just see these kind of specials. I mean, there you'd see fucking specials. I remember this. Uh, Halloween seance was done on Halloween night, hosted by William Shatner, where they were trying to contact Houdini's ghost on live on TV. I watched it. Did you? I did. Do you know there's a story that when it broke, they broke for commercial because they were contacting something. They thought we can't show this on TV, and there's a whole art, there's a whole bunch of stuff online about this footage that was seized and how it was cut, and that they actually did something did happen on that set. I had never heard that, and just hearing you say that, I have goosebumps i know that's probably all bullshit but just yeah. the fact that it could be real is what i love yeah, like that's that shit was just great. exciting that was a great special it's not necessarily about oh, the seance it's about ghosts but it was also about there was magicians and there was houdini's yeah you learned about Houdini and, there was, and yeah, yeah it was cool. and you learned about shatner as a comedian <laughs> but william shatner excuse me but those kind of things i just i loved all of that and this special does it too it's unnerving yeah you know, there's not much plot to these things, but I think the ones, you know, like the specials that I think about and the ones that last, it's more about the atmosphere, right. you know, like the, the imagery, the colors. And I think that's great. It's, it's so odd to me that your kids, whatever they're getting out of Halloween is not, because I, I did not care for going out and getting candy. I like candy, but I didn't like going door to door. I didn't like dressing up really. I know you had to do it to get the candy, but I stopped trick-or-treating at a pretty young age. And just enjoyed all this buildup and all these feelings and just this overall sense of a playful way to enjoy unease. Do you worry about your kids not having that? Like, do you want them to have that angle? I do. I definitely do. Um, Only if I could enjoy it with them, you know? Like, that's part of why I I can't wait for them to get... I'm hoping as they get older, it it comes around. Um, But right now, it's just too much for them to handle. But how do you introduce that? How do you... Because that is an amazing door to open up. Yeah, well... I, Thrills and horror being scared. I, I tr- I, I'm I trying with some lighthearted types of scares during the day. Like just having it on. Not like sitting them down and saying, oh, you have to watch this. But just to have something on in the background that will catch their attention and they'll want to stop and watch it and see what happens. Like what? Like, like uh, for The instance, Shining? Uh, well, but the one with the guy from Wings? Well, no. Um, I know that we've, we're going to talk about the Monster Squad coming up. And so my plan is actually to have the Monster Squad on uh, some afternoon when they're home and, and just have them find it and not be forced to watch it. And I think if they just find it, that's going to help them. Um, I, I think, know we'll talk about another episode. That's a pretty sexed up movie as well. Oh, is it? Then maybe <laughs> oh, I God, yeah. That. I don't remember sex in that thing at all. Well, then maybe it will go right over their heads. But I mean, this was a sexed up special we just watched. I think that's part of the unease of <laughs> Halloween and the sexiness of I'm going to be a sexy Oscar the Grouch or whatever it is people <laughs> dress up as. So you're trying to play it in the background to kind of sprinkle it or you know get it into their heads yeah yeah because i think if i if i set them down and force them to it like there's a a, a house nearby um uh, that 
they build out their front yard a, a bit and turn it into a haunted house. Uh, we walk by it during the daytime, and I try and talk to him about it. I'm like, hey, maybe we could do it this year. And, you know, oh, your friend did it. Maybe, you know, we can do it. Um, or we'll, with with uh, my other one, we walked to the park the other day, and we passed some decorated houses that had some pretty scary, cool stuff. Uh, like skeletons sort of wrapped like a sarcophagus in um, in a spiderweb netting hanging upside down from the tree. She was like, fuck that, cross the street, we're going some other way. Okay. And I so thought, it's no, still scary imagery. this is the time to do it. I was like, no, let's go see it right now at 1 p.m. in the afternoon with the sun shining bright. No noise, no smoke machines. Like, But she just wasn't having it. So, no, we're not there yet. If we'll ever get there, I don't know. Was there stuff that was too scary for you as a kid that you can think of that you wouldn't? edge into like around the halloween season something like that or something similar to that no not really i think when i was younger i didn't like the gross out stuff the slasher stuff um but like i remember when i was a young kid i i liked kind of old school stuff i i think we mentioned this last week uh or maybe the week before um i liked the universal monster movies i would watch those when i was younger um, and that's something. Are I you on another podcast? Because I don't remember that conversation. Oh, really? Do you have 20th Century Not? Is that what you're listening to? <laughs> no, we did. We talked about it at one we point. Did? Okay. We did? were talking about um, there was a scene in Frankenstein that, that always stuck with me as, as scary and creepy. And I didn't tell you what it was because if you ever go and see it, I want it to be a fresh, okay. fresh new surprise for you. But yeah, so I would watch those. Um, I would watch Hitchcock. I watched The Birds, which I guess isn't really scary, but it did have like <clears throat> my first, <clears throat> excuse me, my first slasher type moment where she walks into a room uh, at a farm and the birds had been there and she looked down and there was the man she was going to see. He was dead and it was a quick flash of his face with a bird pe- poking his eye out, pecking his eye out. <laughs> and it was disturbing me. It was creepy, crazy. Um, and what was weird is that wasn't there the first time I saw the birds, wherever I had seen it, it was on a channel that cut that part out. So when I saw that, like the third or fourth time, I was like, holy shit, what is, what's going on? What am I watching? This isn't the movie I remember. Um, so that was my first taste of, of like gore. Mm-hmm. And, and I think terror, that's, I guess. Yeah, and I think maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe that's what I'll try with my girls is just to make them really afraid of birds. Yeah, because you've got those <laughs> on the West Coast. Plenty of them. We're a lot of birds here, but I'm sure you got them on the West Coast. A couple. But Halloween, maybe because it's everywhere, maybe because it's costume and it's a little goofy and there's candy, it was a nice sort of step into that portal, you know? Yeah. It was this fun sort of, of fear kind of thing. And it's, it's, it's odd hearing that that seems to not be what your kids want at all. And then what is us here now wanting them to want that? What's like some kids probably just don't fucking like Halloween. <laughs> but we want them. I mean, they're not my kids, but I'm, I'm wondering why aren't they? And it sounds like you want them to have that experience is it important to the bigger scheme of the world and existing in the world that they have this this scared experience, this shared idea of fear and terror? It, it probably is. I don't have the psychological background to tell you no, how. But you're, you're their parent. Important. I mean, it sounds like it's important to you. Yeah, well, it, it's important 
I think mostly selfishly because I enjoy that. I enjoy share a good ghost them? story. Um, yeah, so I want to I want to be able to someday go through a haunted house with them, you know, and and get freaked out and laugh about it as we exit. You know, it's like that would be cool uh, to share with them because uh, I can't share it with my wife. And maybe that's why my girls can't do it. My wife does not like any of that stuff at all. It's interesting to me that they don't have that impulse because I get not wanting to be scared, but I just feel like the month of October gives you that buffer because they must see it in their schools, right? They must be celebrating Halloween in their schools with ghost stories and stuff. They're going to hear fucking Edgar Allan Poe. Everybody reads the goddamn Telltale Heart, which I do love, but everybody reads that by the time it hits sixth or seventh grade. You know, they won't even watch uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, really? Yeah. Because those are scary, but I feel like that's a nice way into it because they're comically scary. They, they, I've actually not really like tricked them. It wasn't my intent, but we would watch a clip and it turned out to be an episode, you know, a segment of a Treehouse of Horror. So if I don't call it a Treehouse of Horror and they just start watching a Simpsons clip and they end up talking to Martians or, you know, chopping each other up, they're kind of okay with it. But to know that it's a Treehouse of Horror, to know that it's supposed to scare them, they will avoided at all costs so what do they think of the title of this movie which is night out you know what i don't think the title came up when i talked to him about it i think that'll turn them off because the, the no, it did. special Cause, cause starts it, with a creepy yes, song it did come up because they knew it involved a witch and so they didn't want to know anything about it and i told them about the creepy song and as soon as it started playing she was like no no, no turn it off i don't want to hear it man Imagine if the only thing they ever make it through are all the Halloween movies <laughs> with Michael Myers, because they love Shatner. the love guru. Or William Shatner, or a skinned William Shatner with no eyeballs. That's that's the show. That's the Halloween <laughs> special, which is a night out. Thank you for listening to us talk about it here on the show. If you like the show, if you want to hear more of the show, you can always find us at 20 Popcast. Dot com. That's the main website for 20th Century Pop. Their most recent episode is always right there to listen to. You can also find links to all of our past episodes to so listen to those as well. If you want to get another episode of the show every week, you can subscribe right there on the webpage. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, a bunch of different uh, 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 podcatchers that you can find us on. So please, if you do want to support the show, that's the best way you can support the show. Actually, the best, best way is if you want to leave a little review, leave a little comment get the word out there comment on some of the social media stuff we put up just basically the more we can interact and kind of hear what people are thinking engage what people are thinking the more we can figure out what to keep doing in the future so yeah check us out 20popcast.com you can also follow us on twitter at 20popcast or on instagram at 20popcast um i'd like to put a little uh, prelude to a plug for you, Bob. Oh You've been doing some amazing work recently on a little comic strip that you do, and I'm, I'm hoping that you mention it. I'm just saying that I really enjoyed it. I meant to say this off the mic, but now I feel like such a hero because I'm saying it with people <laughs> listening. I've really been enjoying the, the angle your, your comic strip has taken. You do the, Mike's, uh, My Exaggerated Life, yeah. and I have to say you've got a, a sort of morose angle to it that I think is really working. Oh, well, thanks. I don't know if it'll stay morose, 
um, but it's certainly the mood I've been in. It's it, yeah, it's it's sort of like a um, a comic blog uh, taking moments and moods from my life and exaggerating them, as the title says, and turning them into a comical moment. So yeah, thanks. I'm glad you've been enjoying them. I've actually been uh, really excited to put them together. It's been a long time since I've put some new ones out there. So thanks for checking that out, and I. I'm sure you'll put a link uh, in the show notes. So thanks, man. Yeah, what would that link be to? Oh, Where that, would that link, link would go? be to. Well, you know, here's the thing. I think uh, I would prefer. I used to have a website, but I've transitioned it over to Twitter because it just kind of shows up better, and I think it flows better on Twitter. So uh, check it out on Twitter at Exaggerated My because that's what they assigned it when I tried to get My Exaggerated. They gave me Exaggerated My, and, and I haven't changed it. So at Exaggerated My. Yeah, so if you're home alone, if the heat's cranked for some reason, if it's feeling really warm and, you know, I'm trying to make a masturbation joke, but it's not, it is not working. It's not. It is not working. Pull out your wand and enjoy the season. Which season is that? October. Horse season. October. It's horse it's, season. It's horse season. Like. It's Mr. Ed's <coughs> horse season. Actually, it sounds pretty horse with all that coughing. <coughs> Yeah, I don't know what that is. Stupid rotten. <laughs> Stupid rotten. Oh, the character. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the since last I did, word since I did of a rotten, sentence. I've, I've just not been able to get rid of that. So, oh, your impression from earlier in the show. Yeah. Your spot on <laughs> character work. Very good character work. <laughs> it's a uh. bag of garbage. <laughs>